I think the reason why these things hit us so suddenly is because we don't live life expecting death. And I think loss usually comes when we're not prepared for it. On the flip side was, well, I've got nothing to lose now. I may as well go out there and make my dad proud. Work on those birthday messages, people. <laughs> Kaylee's got high expectations. Just putting it out there, you should try being married to her. <laughs> but even in our, like, you know, our <laughs> Just try being married to her, okay, guys? Uh, high expectations over here. That's right. I mean, grief is a gift in that way. It's like it can change us, but change us for the good. Yeah, if we let it yes. and if we're open to it and if we allow it. 100%. I think I knew yeah, quite early on that God would use my story to help other I mean, look what we're doing now. Yeah, I think the other thing about grief for me that it's really changed is it created more empathy in me. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Good Grief. We're so glad you're here, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't put words in your mouth, but I know we both are. Um, I can't believe it's almost December. It's probably December when this comes out. That's just crazy. Um, today, we're going to be talking through how grief changes you. Um, we had someone yeah, write in the group that they realized now it doesn't just change you. It's like a whole new lifestyle. Yeah, you become a new person almost. Yeah. Well, not almost. You definitely do. Yeah. It's like before grief and after grief, we yeah. often talk about. Different versions of you. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like um, remembering moments. The way we talk about moments is like, was it before dad's death or after dad's death? You know? Totally. Uh, but it's also like that with ourselves and our character and personality and values. So I'm excited to dive into this one. Yeah. So newsflash, if you haven't had these thoughts before, don't expect that you're going to be the same person. Yeah. Because you're not. I think that's wise. Mm. Wise words. Yeah. it's um, And it comes as a shock. So depending if somebody's preparing for a loss at the moment or you're in the midst of early days of grief, it might come quite as a shock to be thinking differently, you know, obviously feeling very differently, uh, acting differently, speaking differently, listening, caring, all of those things. Priorities change, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, I, Is, yeah, when you said priorities change, yeah. that was a big one for me. Yeah. So, dad died in 2012 and I can remember early in the first few months, I'd, I'd even say in the first month or so, weeks, you know, it's... um. We had family trying to support us as best they could, bless them. Um, and I could just remember one particular morning going out to a cafe. They were like, let's all just go out, get some breakfast, get out of the house, get out of you know this environment because changing your environment, as we know, helps. So we went down by the beach here, uh, down in Kira on the Gold Coast. And I had to leave breakfast because I just couldn't put up with the conversation small talk yeah the small talk <laughs> I, I couldn't put up with any of that so I got up and took a walk and so I'm walking along the beach and I remember feeling like I was Neo in the Matrix Oh. and what I mean by that is looking around at everybody I felt like they were all part of the Matrix and they had no idea what I understood and what I knew about life and about death and about what I was feeling and experiencing so I felt like they were all just passing by with no idea. And here I was with this deep understanding of loss and hurt and pain and grief. 
and they were just passing on by as if everything was okay. And it was quite interesting because in one sense, it almost empowered me because I didn't care anymore about the little things that usually take up so much of our brain space, of our heart, etc. I just didn't care. So my priorities changed mm. completely. I didn't, I'm like, why do we go to work? Why do we strive to achieve these things? Why should we care about, you know, anything really? I had this same, same thought. It was probably... Did you feel like Neo? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't feel like Trinity either. But... <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> Maybe you can channel your Trinity We're now. meant to be. <laughs> um, no, but I remember thinking like, what's all the striving for? What's the point? What's the point? Why do we strive for these big careers and big houses and all the things? Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, when that when that really doesn't matter the only thing that matters are the people in our world the relationships that we have the love that we get to share and what god's put us on the earth for that's that was my thought like why the heck should i be striving for some big career thing like i was you know 24 25 at the time and i was just thinking why what am i doing like i was just having those thoughts for sure. And I think the reason why these things hit us so suddenly is because we don't live life expecting death. We don't live life thinking about one day we will die. Yeah. So we live We're not life. like working our way backwards like, I think I'm going to die around then so I want to get, you know, do all this and live each day like this. Mm. Yeah, we don't really think like that, are we? Totally. And I think loss usually comes when we're not prepared for it always yeah i mean yeah no one even is usually you, preparing to lose someone yeah. unless it's anticipatory but like even but it, still even then you weren't expecting mum to die yeah when she died not really i was still trying to hope for the best that's and, right yeah yeah so i feel like in like two sides of the coin or like if we're keeping with the matrix here the red and the Let's blue pill um you know red and the blue pill one was that i didn't care about anything and I thought why even bother and the blue pill was a sense of huge empowerment as well because on the flip side was well I've got nothing to lose now I may as well go out there and make my dad proud sure so it was almost like well I've got nothing to lose well why don't I just go and you know achieve things tick things off serve people help people so it was like it was like the red and the blue pill or two sides mm. of a coin. On one hand, didn't care. On the other, I cared deeply because I wanted to make him proud. Well, it's more that I think that you, you slash we didn't care about the little things. Not to say that they haven't like crept back in our life. But at the time, we were thinking, well, those little things don't matter. Let's just go make an impact with this life. And I, I'd even say the big things. I'm like... Like I didn't care anymore about, you know, saving to buy a home or whatever. I, I didn't care if I lived in a, a shed. Okay. Like I really didn't care. That was the, the red pill. Shed life. Yeah, shed life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I think on another flip side of that, my mum was super into, super into the details and I'm a detail person as well. Um, and she was always so thoughtful and so caring and 
just loved loved celebration, loved people, and so she was just always in the intricate details of celebrating someone. And I think from that, I've wanted to carry on that. Like I love birthdays and, and Christmas and, and, you're great and Easter at that. and any sort of celebration. Um, yeah, I love I love to put my energy into that and. And even down to just writing someone a happy birthday message, whether it's on Facebook or sending them a text or writing in a card, I like to make it more meaningful than just, hey, happy birthday, hope you have a great year, da-da-da. I just feel like it's so important to just try and make, make their day with like just one extra line, you know, everyone else is writing happy birthday. It's what you expect. But when you get that little extra something like. Yeah, they put some time in and some thought. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take that much energy, but like that person that, will remember that comment or that thing for that year. Like, it's remember, that old cliche that it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Like remember Jethro wrote me a beautiful happy birthday message this year and we were just like, oh, wow, it was so thoughtful and so special. And it's like, we'll remember that. Mm-hmm. Everyone else who said just happy birthday. And like, Sorry, <laughs> yeah. you've work, forgotten. <laughs> work on those birthday messages, people. <laughs> Kaylee's got high expectations. <laughs> just putting it out there. You should try being married to her. <laughs> but even in our like, you know, our <laughs> just try being married to her, okay, guys? Uh, high expectations over here. Well, no one else can be married to me, so <laughs> they don't sorry. have to worry about it. I'm sorry for the birthday card that had seven lines on it. I should have went for nine. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put more kisses and hugs on the bottom what of it. What I'm saying is... <laughs> now, now she's hitting me for those who aren't watching the podcast. What you're saying is grief changed you. Yeah. Because the way that your mum did things was yeah. something that you wanted to adopt. It meant more to you. Yeah. To make things more meaningful, not just a frivolous happy birthday or a frivolous I love you. And like, were you aware of that? while mum was still alive and we I knew she was good at it and I was like but it just it didn't take on the same meaning as after she'd passed yeah Mm. see I think that's I think that's the interesting thing I wonder because now I treasure all those things that totally yeah so I wonder if she had have lived a long life into you know her 120s she'd be almost 60 yeah Let's let's just say she lived a long, healthy life. Would you have picked up on those things and incorporated them as much as you have now? I would say personally for me, I wouldn't have because it's only something that we, like we take it for granted. We just do. We don't do that by choice or because we're bad people. You know, everyone listening along that's lost somebody didn't just take their human for granted, the person that they loved. But it's only after death that we start to reconcile all of the things that we loved about them. That's right. I mean, grief is a gift in that way. I I 100% agree. Yeah. It is. It's the hardest gift to receive, but it's a gift nonetheless. It's a blessing in disguise. Like it can change us, but change us for the good. Yeah, if we let it and yes. if we're open to it and if we allow it. Hundred percent. Sometimes we're not always in the headspace to let it do that. Yeah, and there's a time. There's a time, and it, the timing is different for everybody as well. Yes. And so it might it might not be the day after, you know. Yeah. But it might be. It might be as well. Yeah. Um, I remember going back to work like five days later, maybe, and mm. people were like, "Why are you here?" 
And I just remember being like, well, I got to get on with it and, you know, love my mom and I'm grieving her, but she'd want me to get, to get on with it and to live my life. And this doesn't stop my process of grieving. Yeah. You know, I still think about it like every second, but um, here I am. Here you are. I'm moving on. Totally. <laughs> Not moving on. I'm moving forward. I'm getting on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It made me think of Goodwill Hunting and Robin Williams and um, Matt Damon in that movie. And there's this scene where Robin Williams is uh, the therapist to Matt Damon and, you know, Matt's quite closed off and, and so forth. And so Robin Williams just opens up about his wife farting in her sleep and <laughs> and um glad that was his wife yeah and he was there to hear it and um she wakes up and the dog had woken as well and she says oh was that the dog and he said yes even though he knew it was her and he couldn't Bless. he couldn't bring himself to to tell her it was her so they're having this laugh and then he drops it on Matt Damon that he's like you know that was one of the things I loved about my wife she's been dead 2 years now and it's this moment of like whoa they were just having this laugh as if she was still here, but she's passed. And then he goes on to share this lesson, kind of like what we're talking about here. He's like, it, it was the, the small things, the little idiosyncrasies about her that I miss the most. Mm. You know, and some of those things we just miss um, and we, you know, maybe we can't take them on board on in our character or our personality or how we live, but then there's plenty of them that we can as well. And so... Um, that's where I think the empowering side of losing somebody can really change us um, and help us heal as well. Yeah, I knew as soon as dad died, as much as it was the worst day I've ever faced in my life, um, I knew that there was meaning and purpose to come out of it. And so I've shared this on previous episodes, but I was in a band, you know, we were playing you know, metal music with a, a good message. Yes. And I just immediately knew that I had to tell this story and help other kids, other people that were fans of ours through this process. Um, and that was 11 years ago, but I knew that pretty quickly. That's not going to be the case for everybody. Mm. But I think if you think about it, like what if the loss of your loved one could provide hope for somebody else like just yeah, one totally. person it would change their world yeah would that be worth it would that be worth it yeah yeah would you be open to that yeah yeah would you allow that to come in and begin to meditate on that thought it doesn't have to be now it might be soon or it might be later yeah yeah i think i knew yeah quite early on that god would use my story to help other people I mean, look what we're doing now. Yeah, I know. Hello. And I was going to say it, it has for multiple people already in the last decade. Yeah, I've been able to help friends and, and all sorts. This is just the, the culmination of where it's come yeah. to. Yeah. Because we each found somebody that's lost somebody. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Um, any other thoughts as to how grief's changed you? <sighs> I, def- I think yeah go yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think also on the kind of communication thing I think it's also made me 
I mean, I'm generally a pretty direct person, but I also, I think it heightened the fact that I just don't like to just sweep things under the rug. Like I'd rather just get it all out on the table, have have a chat, have it out, and Why then, is that? and move on. Just because you just never know when, just it's no good harboring and holding on to things. Mm. It's no good for me, um, and. It's I just like having a more honest relationship with someone, more open yeah. out there and just not have anything in between us. I don't like stuff building up. You know, it's like that, you know, it's like a small cotton ball and then turns into an elephant like a couple of years down the track if you don't deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't want, I just don't want any of that mm. with relationships. And yeah, that. and it's not because you fear that they could suddenly die. No. But it's also nice to know that... But what if they did? Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about our friend just three weeks ago. His, one of his best friends had a heart attack, you yeah. know, and um, thank you know, thankfully they're on great terms and great friends, but it can be really hard, you know, and so I think it's you're right. It's worth um, having those conversations and, and getting on good terms with each other. Right. Like yeah. We just never know... You just never how know what's around are, the corner. How are days are numbered. Yeah, you just, totally. You just don't. Like none of us can mm. foresee that. So why not love harder, mm. love better? Yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing about grief for me that it's really changed is it created more empathy in me. I really didn't understand the loss that other people were going through until I experienced it myself with dad. Oh. And... I'd lost tons of people before, like grandparents, aunties, friends, neighbors, you name it, but never someone so close as my dad. And so although I'd been to all those funerals, I'd spoken at those things, you Mm -hmm. know, I'd walked that journey, still didn't hit home. And so until dad died, I hadn't felt that type of empathy for others going through something similar. And so that's why I believe grief has made me better. Yeah, 100%. This has been good. Mm. Yeah, some big thoughts, maybe some challenging thoughts as well. Yeah. Um, Not everyone's in you know the same place as us or the same journey as us or... Totally. Yeah. And so... But this is just our experience and what we've been through. Yeah, and hopefully mm. it's been helpful for you listening along. And remember that we're 11 years, or I am, You're coming up to 11 next year. Yes. (laughs) I'll call it. We're 11 years along in this process and it's a continual changing, a continual evolving. Um, But I found that if I allow it and if I'm open to it to change me for the better, it's done some amazing work. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I've said it before, you know, God's done some huge surgery on my heart in these 11 years where we can experience sadness and joy at the same time. We were talking about it. We can be laughing and crying at the same time. You can be angry and grateful, you know. You can have all of these mixed feelings, but if we allow it to open us up, there is hope. Yeah, there is. There is hope down the tunnel. And I'm excited for you to step into that as you journey along with us. Uh, And hopefully some of these thoughts, some stories and questions have been 
yeah, thought-provoking and also helpful and soothing. Yeah, totally. I mean, maybe you're feeling, you're like, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Me too. Um, yeah, I hope some of you are. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to know if um, yeah. if this episode's been helpful. Uh, share it on social media yes, with your audience and tag us. We will reshare it on our stories and um, we'd love to know that you are getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. And if you're in our Facebook book group, tell others in the group that this was a good one and why and what you liked about it. And yeah, we can't do it without you guys. So we need your support to spread the word and share. Thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah. Thanks, husband. My bride. And uh, we look forward to catching you on the next episode of Good Grief. Yes. Until then, big love from us. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.